Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Making the worst decisions, saying I go work out, not doing anything. just doesn't work like that Mm-mm. Mm-mm. you know it just doesn't work like that you know like i like you and i had talked about earlier whether you are taking the vaccine or you're an anti-vaxxer whichever one the reality is we need to uplift our health we need to live healthier lives so i'm also not going to take the vaccine and be like oh my god now i'm good i'm going to keep drinking keep eating bad food right all the sugar all the sodium i want it just doesn't work like that regardless of vaccine or not your goal is to live a healthy life i want to feel good i you you want to age well and if you have underlying conditions just because you're on medication does not mean that you still defer back to unhealthy habits. So it's really important that we understand drinking water, you know, mm. trying to do things. I, I know I want to start um, a series of small steps that you can do to really help you because a lot of times it seems overwhelming, right? Like, oh my God, I've got to drink more water. I've got to eat more veggies. I've got to exercise. It's too much. Literally, one pick one thing a week or every other week. Like, listen, I'm just going to focus on drinking more water this week, yeah. right? And, and in doing that, I'm going to drink less soda, less juice, less sugary stuff, just making small changes to get you better. Okay, I'm going to walk more, right? We can be outdoors now. I'm going to walk more. Let me start getting more steps in. Next, I'm going to add more vegetables to my meals, slowly adding things, and you'll see how much better you feel, you look, but it really is important that people understand just because I got the vaccine or I'm not going to get it, you can be anti-vaxxer, which is everyone's right to vax or not to, but what you want to do is take great care of your body. I call this is my temple. This is my temple. And what do I need to perform at the highest possible level? And I know over time, what are the foods that speak to me? What is it that I need to feel good? We all need to know that. I'm Jackie Reed. Emmy award-winning journalist, longtime TV and radio host, and vegan. I created this podcast to give you tips on how easy, delicious, inexpensive, healthy, and fun eating vegan can be. We'll also talk wellness and how we can make the world a better place. This is the Vegan Sexy Cool Podcast. Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Vegan Sexy Cool Podcast. Today, we have wellness coach, business owner and founder of Jazz Fit, Jasmine Graham. She's also a good friend of mine. 
In this episode, we discuss her guide to living a wellness lifestyle, the difference between a wellness coach and a health or fitness coach, and stress within the black community. Coach Jazz also explains her technique of breathing, which is something that I use almost every day, and it is really helpful, so you're going to want to listen up for that. Let's get into it. So Coach Jazz is here. Hey, girl. Hey, how are you? Hey, girl. Hey, I'm doing amazing. I know. I, you know what came up on my, you know how Facebook gives you memories? Yeah. And I had like seven years ago working out with Jasmine and it was like, you know, you had me doing TRX, doing TRX spots. Yeah. I love when all those memories come up. I I love it. It's such wonderful memories, you know? And it was a reminder to me that I really, I have got to like really get back in there and hit it hard. Let me turn off my uh, mail. I really (laughs) have to get back in there and hit it a little bit harder than I have, but that's okay. You know, I got up this morning and uh, did some mindfulness, which you'd be happy about. Oh, yoga. Uh, and I haven't worked out yet today, but but I'm I'm working on that. But I feel like, you know, you were in my head because you are. Let me let the people know because I want to talk about this before we get into topics. That you are a wellness coach. When I met you, you were primarily focused on fitness. But it's like you always leaned into nutrition and overall wellness. I remember we would talk about how I was sleeping and what I was eating and all those things in addition to you training me. So for folks who don't know, explain what a wellness coach is. Sure. So for um, a you know health coach, health and wellness coach, what we do is I break it down to one of the easiest ways for me and what I do with my clients is I help them connect to their why. And in connecting to your why, why do you want to be healthy? Why do you want to change your habits? What is your why? And with that, we then co-create ideas for habits that work best for the client. So for example, if somebody comes to me and they're like, I, I already work out and I'm eating well and nothing is working, I literally hold them accountable and I say, okay, let's look at your overall wellness. How's your stress? How's your career? What, how, what are your relationships like? So we kind of get an overall view of the person in that holistic way. And then we start co-creating ideas and habits and different things that can work to help you stay on track for positive change, mind, body, positive change and really bringing that together. And right now, health coaches more than ever, the field is definitely on an upswing because of everything going on with COVID and people dealing with stress and weight gain, weight loss. People understand the, the need for overall wellness. So before you didn't hear about health coaches that much, and now you really see more and more and, and the importance of it. Health coaches are teaming up with doctors, with nutritionists, with um, dietitians, with other types of practitioners, with um, functional medicine doctors. So it's like everyone has a team, right? And it's great to have your health coach on your team. You can have your health coach, your personal trainer, your nutritionist, your therapist. It's all a team, teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream work. 
It definitely does. I love that. So wait, you don't consider yourself a wellness coach. You call yourself a health coach or a health and well, the 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 proper term that we use is health uh, a health coach and okay. health coach, health and wellness coach, wellness coach. Because now what you're going to see a lot of people are doing a lot of fitness people who basically just cover fitness are kind of turning it around a little bit and you see some people saying um health and fitness coaches or or wellness coaches but they haven't went and gotten the certification and all that um that you need to do to be a health coach for me i went to the institute of integrative nutrition and then from there um i'm studying to take the board exam so that i could be medically built board certified in addition to all the other, I've taken advanced coaching courses. Now I'm taking um, mindfulness-based stress reduction, MBSR, which is huge. I'm doing breath as medicine. So I really lean into the whole holistic picture as well as um, my nutrition coaching with precision nutrition. So it's um, health, the field of health coaching, health coach or health and wellness coach is very specific not to be confused with um a lot of people are kind of playing on words mm-hmm. and um it's 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 something that is so specific because my job as a health coach is really to find out about what does your life look like what is your lifestyle and then not telling you what to do like i would when we would do fitness classes and I'd be like, Jackie, get down, give me more burpees, give me more sit-ups. Yeah. In this wellness space, I had to learn. I am there is no judgment. It's a non-judgmental space. I give clients a non-judgmental space where they feel safe that we can discuss their life and what changes they need to make with no judgment. So I can't tell you, you better eat vegetables and you better go get your workout because then it becomes a top down. I'm the boss telling you what to do. In health coaching, you are the expert on your life. I come in to enhance it, to help you meet your goals and to help keep you accountable and connect to that why. Okay. So it's very specific with the science, what the brain does when we create healthy habits, how I, um, how I address you, the questions that I ask. It's a whole science behind it. So it's not so easy as with fitness or people who want to, you know, necessarily take that um, term. It's a whole separate uh, business, and the way that you address it with your clients is completely different than in the fitness world completely different yeah i I hear that it is completely different why was this something that you wanted to transition to um because you were already doing a lot of this stuff but yeah you know i was always someone who believed in the mind-body connection for me personally um you know i was diagnosed with Hashimoto's in 2017, no, in 2018, the end of uh, the the beginning of 2018. Hashimoto's is an autoimmune where your thyroid attacks itself. Now, in 2007, I was diagnosed with 
hypothyroidism, which is where your, your thyroid is sluggish. It's just slow. And it, the, the, your thyroid controls everything from you know, going back to your heart rate, to your metabolism. So when I started gaining weight, I knew something was wrong because I was running all the time. And um, I found out that I had it. I went to my holistic doctor. So needless to say, I'd been on this journey from 2012 to 2018 of basically taking my meds. But times, now I look back, of extreme stress, my, my levels would go up and down. And so I had gotten to a point by 2018 where the, you're, you should be between 0.4 and 4.0 and I was 57. So my doctor was like, I don't know how you're getting out of bed every day. Wow. And so I think of all throughout the years when Dr. Ali, my holistic doctor was like, Jazz, what's your stress level? And I'm like, what is this guy asking me? What's my stress level? Of course I'm stressed. I own a gym in Manhattan. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm stressed, right? I mean, come on. But I never, he would try to teach me, but I never got, the correlation, that connection, that, you know, that, that mind body connection. I didn't get it. Even being in the fitness world, I was a hustler. I got a hustle. I have to get things done. And this is what I do. And so that gave me a pause because I realized the importance of my health. And by the end, by December of 2018, I, you know, the fitness business was changing tremendously. There were boutique fitness studios on every corner. Um, I had this beautiful space, 4,200 square feet, and I just could not afford it anymore. Mm -hmm. I was there for only over a year. And the, I just had to come to terms with the fact that the stress of trying to keep my head above water in this situation was literally killing me. My thyroid was beyond health, and uh, I had to get a hold of everything. So what I ended up really doing is I closed the gym, and in January of 2019, I decided I would start my journey of healing myself. And what does that mean? It meant that I hired a nutritionist who specialized in autoimmune issues, and so she gave me a roadmap and she told me like, oh, no gluten, check. Um, easy on the hit workouts. I was like, what? What are you talking about? I am the meaning of intensity. Look up intensity in the dictionary and you're going to see jazz. Oh, I've seen what? it. I, I, your picture is there. <laughs> I know it's there, right? <laughs> um, but guess what? That also, you know, when you are, in this high stress level, there's adrenaline and cortisol. These are all hormones and it, it takes me up. So I had to learn to walk. You know, she told me about walking. I had to add walking. I had to add low impact, mixed high impact, low impact. So I started on a road to healing and in healing myself, I'd gone up to 179 pounds. I gained over 40 pounds within a year and a half. Um, the weight started to go. I started to feel good. I started meditating and I saw the mind-body transformation. I managed my stress and I realized that I wanted to help other people. 
and I was in search of, and I came across the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, and I knew some people who had become health coaches, but I didn't know all the ins and outs. And when I read the whole breakdown of what a health coach does, and especially with them, the mind-body connection, your entire lifestyle, what role that plays, I knew that was for me. And so I went in and I did the um, accelerated course and I started it in uh, November of 2019. And I graduated last year. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I've seen the transformation with all of you, not just on the outside, but just the inside and your approach to the way that you help people on their wellness journey. Uh, let me ask you, because you talk about um, stress. Yeah. And right now, with everything that is going on in the world right now, particularly for Black people, um, this pandemic has been even more stressful because of the racism in this country and the things that have been unfolding. Yeah. And so what advice, you know, it, especially now with the um, second shooting uh, death of a black man, well, the shooting death of a black man in Minneapolis, as this George Floyd trial continues, now this 20-year-old 20 um, um, has been shot and killed by a police officer. And the thing that I'm seeing more and more on social media from people from all walks of life, right? No matter what they're doing professionally, everybody is talking about how stressed they are, how, uh, you know, everybody is talking about this is hard. This is, there are so many like sad emojis and just from black people just talking about being sick and tired of being sick and tired. And a lot of people are posting things about, hey, take care of yourself, lean into wellness, make sure you do this, make sure you do that. What advice would you give to anyone um, that is having a hard time? And for a lot of us, we don't even realize it right yeah. now more and more people are talking about it so there's this collectiveness to it since we're a lot of us are mostly at home and social media you know is our outlet and so we're connecting in different ways and so i think people are talking a little bit more a lot more about the stress and the sadness and the anxiety and the depression that they're experiencing and even if they're not talking about it they're paying attention what advice would you give to people out there who are struggling right now, specifically Black people, with what's going on in the world and what we're seeing on the news and just on a regular basis? Well, I think one of the first things to really do is, first of all, know yourself and know how you take in information. And what does that do to you intrinsically, right? So what do I mean by that? I know that certain things trigger me. Therefore, I cannot have my TV on as white noise on MSNBC or CNN all day. I can't have news notifications on all day. Yeah. So I think it's important that we understand when things happen, how do we take in this information? Is it that when these things happen, now I'm glued to the TV, I'm watching every day of the trial, I'm looking for all this other news, I'm tuned in, I don't wanna miss a thing. Mm -hmm. 
And so what you don't realize is, you know, back in the day, way back, um, we have our built-in, um, you know, our uh, sympathetic nervous system. And it lets us know when, hey, you who fight or flight, it's time to run. You know, there's a lion over there and you're trying to pick up these grapes. You got to go. Centuries, centuries, centuries. Now we've evolved. And so for us, watching the trial is triggering. Um, not being able to get on Zoom, triggering. Helping your kids, you know, homeschooling, triggering. So now we're in the space of we are constantly triggered throughout your day in things that put us into fight or flight. And what that means, especially for people of color, especially with us with underlying issues, what your body says is, oh, your brain, your hypothalamus starts going, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that heart rate's going up, she needs or he needs support. And all your blood flow away from your gut, away from your digestion, everything goes to giving you energy to move your legs, your butt, your arms, your big muscles. It's giving you the glucose. It's, it's, we're producing more glucose so that you can move. But the issue is you don't need to run anywhere. You don't need to go anywhere. This is your regular life. So when you constantly are being triggered and you constantly allow this in, we all feel your heartbeat starts beating a little faster, your stomach is in a knot, that knot in your stomach. Well, yeah, yeah you're, you're signaling there's something going on. So what we have to do is, oh, I'm aware that when I listen to the news or when every time I go on social media, all these people, it's really triggering me. I feel like uh, this is too much. You've got to know when to say, I am living in a world that I am a part of where injustice exists, racism exists. I'm aware of that. I am aware that there is some awful stuff that is happening in this world in this moment. I am aware of this. I have empathy. I have sympathy. But I have to remove myself at some part and say, I'm outside looking in but I don't have to internalize it. I can't internalize all of it because my body, I can't handle it. Mm. Because when you talk about people of color, diabetes, high blood pressure, you know, pre-diabetes, yeah. all these things, they are all related to stress. And so we have to be honest and real with ourselves and how much can I take in? You know, try to turn, like I, I've done days where I, I'll do like a Friday to Saturday where I turn my electronics off. You know, we have, we feel the need to be constantly connected, but understand what that is doing to your body. What is yeah. it doing to you? Are you finding yourself making poor nutrition habits because you just want comfort? So I'm just going to eat. I'm just going to drink. I need more alcohol because I'm stressed and I can't sleep. All these things 
are bringing the body down. And yeah. so we have to get to a space of protecting ourselves and saying, let me be realistic. Who do I need to snooze for a couple of days on social media? Maybe I'm not going on there as often. Maybe I give myself 10 minutes twice a day. You have to come up with a stress protocol mm. that you could adhere to that is going to give you some level of peace. It doesn't mean that we're looking at life in like rose glasses, right? That's saying where, oh my God, everything, no, things are not, everything is not great, but I've got to know my body. How do I take in information? How can I best be of service to my body and stay well and strong and mentally and physically able to deal with life with in the midst of chaos? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's so good. Another thing that's stressing people out, girl, and we have talked about this, is this whole virus. You know, a lot of us are getting vaccinated, but I can't tell you how many people I've spoken to that don't want to take the vaccine, right? Mm -hmm. um, but the funny thing is, is, and you and I talked about this, you know, they don't want to take the vaccine, but they're up at McDonald's. You know, they're worried about right. what's in the vaccine and going into their bodies. I mean, right. <laughs> that, I right. mean, don't you find that people are so worried about what's in the vaccine, but what else are you putting in your body? You're going out there eating the fried foods, uh, drinking soda, you know, making the worst decisions, saying, I ain't going to work out, not doing anything. It just doesn't work like that. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. You know, it just doesn't work like that. You know, like I, like you and I had talked about earlier, whether you are taking the vaccine or you're an anti-vaxxer, whichever one, the reality is we need to uplift our health. We need to live healthier lives. So I'm also not going to take the vaccine and be like, oh my God, now I'm good. I'm going to keep drinking, keep eating bad food, right? All the sugar, all the sodium I want. It just doesn't work like that. Regardless of vaccine or not, your goal is to live a healthy life. I want to feel good. I, you, you want to age well. And if you have underlying conditions, just because you're on medication does not mean that you still defer back to unhealthy habits. So it's really important that we understand drinking water, you know, mm. trying to do things. I, I know I want to start um, a series of small steps that you can do to really help you because a lot of times it seems overwhelming, right? Like, oh my God, I've got to drink more water. I've got to eat more veggies. I've got to exercise. It's too much. Literally, one pick one thing a week or every other week. Like, listen, I'm just going to focus on drinking more water this week, yeah. right? And, and in doing that, I'm going to drink less soda, less juice, less sugary stuff, just making small changes to get you better. Okay, I'm going to walk more, right? We can be outdoors now. I'm going to walk more. Let me start getting more steps in. Next, I'm going to add more vegetables to my meals, slowly adding things, and you'll see how much better you feel, you look, but it really is important that people understand just because I got the vaccine or 
I'm not going to get it. You can be anti-vaxxer, which is everyone's right to vax or not to. But what you want to do is take great care of your body. I call this is my temple. This is my temple. And what do I need to perform at the highest possible level? And I know over time, what are the foods that speak to me? What is it that I need to feel good? We all need to know that. Yeah, I have learned so much from you about wellness over the years. Um, you were the one that made me really pay attention to not only what I was eating, but my body's relationship with that, right? Yes. You made me say, when you eat beans, when you eat rice, when you eat certain fruits and vegetables, anything, mm -hmm. what is your body saying to you after that? Pay attention to that. Is your, do you feel bloated? How do you feel? Yes you were the first person that ever explained that to me. I remember, I can't remember how far, I think I was like a year and a half into my vegan journey. And I was like, I can't wrap my head around this whole protein thing. I know I want to get some proteins because I want to build muscle. I want to work out and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, I can't. And you, you were like this, you're like, you got so many options, Jackie, in the, on the vegan diet. And you pointed out to me and said, okay, incorporate things. Like you really helped me wrap my head around eating, uh, getting my proteins on a vegan diet. And then, I mean, I could go on and on, but <laughs> drinking green drinks, you know, really leaning into that. You told me the importance of, you said to me, like every meal, you should try to eat something green. I mean, listen, you have implanted so many, you know, yeah. wellness tips in my head over the years. But one thing that really, all of it has stuck with me but there's uh, one thing in particular, you'd be so proud to know this morning when I got up and did my whole wellness practice and I meditated, what I did was I put on some, I found, you know, some music that I liked and um, sat down on the floor, opened the windows, you know, the sun was coming up and um, I did the breathing technique that you showed me yes. 10 times in a row. And um, then I did yoga, but that breathing I'm telling you, it is such a game changer. So I want to, I want to end with just telling people about that because I just want everybody that I know to embrace this. I was saying to somebody, it just blew my mind. Like I've tried breathing before, but it just never worked for me. And it was the way that you, I could never get my mind right. I was always distracted, but the way that you show me how to do it and this count, which I still think is too long, the way you flow, <laughs> the count that you had me do and the way you had me breathe, I don't know. It just works for me. And when I tell you, I said to somebody, I said, it's like a drug. It really, I yes. said, because when I'm done, I feel lighter. I feel, I don't feel as stressed. It's almost like taking a, like a sip of a glass of wine, how it just goes through your body yes. and it just kind of like eases you a little bit. It eases what ails you a little bit. I was like, that's what this breathing technique does for me. And so I want everybody, because some people are like, ah, that's too woo-woo. I'm not doing a breathing mm -hmm. technique. Listen to me, this works. So I want you to tell us what it's called and how, and, and how it works. Sure. So, you know, the overall, we call it just breath work. And there are so many different types. But let's just talk about the science for a minute so that people get like, oh, it's, you know, that's some nonsense or it's just some like yoga thing. No, the science base behind it is when you are in fight or flight, when you are in stress reactions, 
we have something that runs through us and runs right up through your diaphragm. It's the vagus nerve, right? And we want everything in here to just relax, right? That's why we push the diaphragm down. You take that air in, you hold it. And as you exhale, you press that diaphragm down. And science-based, your brain is reading, oh, we are now out of stress and we are into rest and digest, rest and digest, chill out, take it easy. So not only is it amazing, just overall wake up as part of your meditating practice because everything comes back to the breath. It is amazing for when we are in those stressful situations. If you're watching the news, if someone pisses you off to just start to breathe. And there are various ways to do it. I'm actually, Jackie, it's so interesting. I'm uh, working on something now and it's uh, pranayama and that is using only nasal, which is beyond. You think that you feel great with the 478. The, the nasal breathing only takes it a step higher. It's even better for your system. What? But, oh yes, oh yes. Um, because I'm currently doing this whole breath as medicine course and just learning even more about all of the amazing benefits and what um, nasal breathing does, even going down to burning fat. I mean, it really, it's, it's like endless, all of the amazing benefits. But for most people, you know, for a beginner, just getting into it, now that you just really understand, it's not just Jackie or I saying it, this is science-based, you can look it up, deep breathing and stress and what it does overall for your body, that's, there are breath practitioners now, it's a huge field now, something else that's growing because we're realizing in these stressful times in life, the importance of knowing how to breathe and breathe properly. So um, one of the, you know, the ways that I taught you, which was, I got it from Dr. Weil, who's an amazing doctor in, in holistic medicine, but it resonated with me because it was easy, is that, and just to help you breathe, if you put your right hand um, on your heart and your left hand on your stomach, and as you inhale, your stomach comes out. So you would inhale and having it, your hand on your stomach makes you say, okay, I've got to, when I inhale, the stomach goes out, the shoulders don't go up just the stomach goes out. And as you inhale for four, so I inhale for one, two, three, four. Hold your breath for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Exhale through your mouth for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight. And you do that consistently. It's called four, seven, eight breathing. And it's for someone who's just starting. Mm -hmm. That's a great way to start. And even more so for beginners, something that may seem easier even is if you just take a deep inhale for one and then exhale slowly through your mouth for eight. So even that, just a and exhale slowly for eight, but you do that multiple times. Um, and what I love about what you said is that you were just able to sit 
because when we talk about what we just said before, uh, especially being people of color and being able to look at a situation that's going on around us, but not be a part of every piece of it, that is the importance of mindfulness. It's the non-judgmental awareness of what's happening presently. Non-judgmental awareness of what's happening right now. So there is no right or wrong. There is no stress about your breathing. You're literally just sitting there, just being, just sit there and just take that time to focus on your breath, how that makes you feel, uh, whether it's four rounds, whether it's five, whether it's two, there's no right, there's no wrong. But what you've done is centered yourself and spent whatever amount of time that is on just you, non-judgmental, just being you, breathing and giving your body a break from everything that's going on. I love that. If people want to work with you, how can they find you? What and and what they are you can offering? find me. Um, my website is uh, jasminegraham.life because it's about this life. Jasmine with an E, G R A H A M dot life. Or you can follow me on Instagram, uh, Coach Jazz J A Z. And um, I'm working on my YouTube channel. I train with Jazz. Um, getting some more videos and stuff that I'm going to be putting out in the month of May because I see it's so important to get more of this information out. But uh, that's how you can contact me. I love it. Jess, thank you as always, my friend. It's always good to talk to you. Always a pleasure. Always. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Well, that does it for today's episode of the Vegan Sexy Cool Podcast. If you want to find out more information on how to start your health and wellness journey with Coach Jazz, be sure to go to vegansexycool.com for all the show notes, including where to follow Coach Jazz on social media. If you like today's episode, make sure to come back for more, subscribe, and hey, tell a friend. One last thing, be sure to follow Vegan Sexy Cool on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks in advance for the support and the love. And thanks again for listening, everybody. Until next time, stay safe and stay sane.